today's bulletin brought to you by Your Sound, Your Community, Alive 90.5. National Radio News. Hello, I'm Emily Minnie. Businesses have met with government officials overnight to discuss isolation requirements for close contacts. National guidelines have been reworked across the food supply and healthcare industries with close contacts no longer needing to isolate if they are vaccinated and asymptomatic. Advocates want that rule extended to education and transport as timetables run to a reduced service due to staff shortages. Alexi Boyd from the Council of Small Business Organisations told the ABC many businesses are struggling. We're hearing 20 to 40 percent furloughing of workers and, and that's for a variety of reasons. It might be because the worker is sick and has COVID or because they're symptomatic or because there's a little bit of confusion about whether or not that worker should come to work. Shipments of rapid antigen tests have begun arriving on Australian shores, but pharmacists are urging patients as they try to stock the at-home tests. State and Territory governments have ordered millions of the testing kits to curb nationwide shortages as they become an integral part of the pandemic response. RATs have been the focus of government criticism in recent weeks after dwindling supply and soaring prices as case numbers surge. Pharmacy Guild President David Heffernan told the ABC demand remains at an all-time high, putting pharmacies under increasing pressure. We're starting to see supply trickle in. Um, different pharmacies, they, the rat tests have arrived, but then of course they get snavelled up very quickly because of the backlog and the, the demand. Um, you know, and I guess we ask the public to be patient because um, we're still trying to work through that policy. A tropical cyclone that slammed into Queensland before tracking west over the Gulf of Carpentaria has made landfall in the Northern Territory. The Weather Bureau says Cyclone Tiffany started crossing the coast as a Category 1 system about 10am today. It was forecast to impact the Northern Territory's Gulf Coast as a Category 2 system but weakened overnight. The system is expected to continue tracking west across the top end throughout the day and weaken below cyclone strength over land. The President of the United States says he supports changing Senate traditions in order to pass key voting rights legislation. Since the 2020 election, Republicans have tried to restrict a range of voting measures in red states, which some critics say may hinder black and Hispanic voters. Republicans have also tried to limit the use of mail ballots, a method made widely popular because of the pandemic. Current Senate rules require 60 votes to pass legislation and with the Senate split 50-50 between the two parties, President Joe Biden says it's time for a change. Today, we call on Congress to get done what history will judge. Pass the Freedom to Vote Act. Pass it now. I've been having these quiet conversations with the members of Congress for the last two months. I'm tired of being quiet. To cricket, Mitchell Stark, the only fast bowler to play in each test so far in this Ashes series, has declared it will purely be the selector's call if he misses the Hobart series final. It's purely up to the selectors. I'm not looking for a break. It's the last test match of the Ashes series at home. Selectors are considering options for Australia's lineup for the fifth and final test, with tonight's training session expected to weigh heavily on their final decision. There is speculation Stark could sit out of the match because of his recent workload, but it would be a bold call given he is the world's all-time leading wicket-taker in day-night tests. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. 
now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5. And now, on Alive 90.5, here's the latest traffic information. So, we'll give you the weather first. That was my bad. What's going on with this? Let's Matt, you know. That's the automate bad. was on. The automate <laughs> was on, man. <laughs> Good afternoon. This is Business Insights with Mario and Matt, and we're on Alive 90.5, your sound, your community. And currently, we're sitting at 26 degrees. It's a... You know, slightly drizzly out there. Mario, it's a, it's an interesting weather, man. This whole summer has not been summer. It's been four seasons, one day, every day, if you ask me. <laughs> like, let me share something with you. I read a podcast about this. And if somebody asks me, what's the most deceiving information of all you can receive? It's a weather. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it just, it just, with all this technology, with all these gadgets, you know, I mean, all these expert scientists and, you know, the midgets and unicorns, whatever they are, <laughs> and I mean, you open that the weather on, a, on your mobile phone says it's going to rain, it's going to be, and you wake up in the morning, it's a nice, shiny, rosy day. It's crazy. It's crazy. You, you, you can't you can't predict anything anymore, if you ask me. It's I think we can because we have a guest today in the studio. Who, we can. Yeah, she's going to share these things with us. But it's looking like tops of 27 today. Tomorrow, tops of 28. And Friday, hopefully it's going to be warmer, but <laughs> it doesn't look like it's going to be any different outside with the, the clouds. It's going to be a humid day at 30 degrees. 90.5, here's the latest traffic information. In Bankstown, Canterbury Road at Clarable Street, there's been a, a car crash of three vehicles. The site's been cleared, though there's heavy traffic conditions. Traffic affected in both directions. Bexley, the Stony Creek Road between Preddy's, Preddy's Road and Walleye Street. There's been a crash of a truck and a car. Heavy traffic conditions there as well. The road's actually closed in both directions. Oh, you really forgot these things, you know, how to press the buttons. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> learning how to DJ again. <laughs> You're listening to Business Insights with Mario and Matt on Alive 90.5. This is your sound, your community. And Mario, how are you today? I can't complain. It's a part of the weather, you know I mean? I just prepare myself to get, it's going to be very cold, it's going to be very rainy. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to Melbourne. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to just test my immunity system over this. <laughs> <laughs> so the weather is my least problem. But, you know, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first episode of the Business Insight. Matt and I decided we changed the, uh, the name of the show, but, you know, it's coming soon. So that's going to be changed. But I'm very grateful today. We had the first episode of Business Insights with Matthew Carana and Mario Beckers in studio online at the point five. 2022 this is a year that I, I don't know it feels very different and in every year you like to hear oh you know this year's going to be different we're going to kill it this year this year is going to be nothing like it's ever been before we said that, we said that the last two years and look what happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah listen I went to the gym you know, you know as I every day I go to the gym <laughs> and as everybody can see like my, my figure you know, speaks, the, speaks the results you know, it, speaks, it does it speaks the, you know everything okay. itself anyway I wake in the gym you know I mean 7 a.m. in the morning was just dead set it's nobody there right just I mean the dusting I mean I was just yeah. talking to the God and Jesus you know whatever it is and I feel myself like this year it's very good with a new year resolution <laughs> and there's nobody inside <laughs> that lasted like a like a few days and I was like so I start pushing you know funny enough you know I mean there's all the the, the females coming in the gym in the morning so there's not this you know guys with the muscles you know all the assassins you know I mean like tattoos and all these things so you know, the year started very well. How was your year started? Interesting. My gym's filled with guys. Oh. <laughs> it's a little okay, bit different. Well, so no judgment here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so obviously it's very, very serious, you know what I mean? But you know, like, look, 
I'm glad we are back in studio. Uh, it was a, it was a good break, and uh, today definitely I, today I just like to say one thing uh, for our listeners. This is our very first show in 2022, Matthew Caruana and myself. But we'd like to highlight: we started this year with the first episode having two female entrepreneurs with us in the studio. And now I give myself right to say this one: I was right before, <laughs> right again. COVID should happen to us to see what resilience it is. But one thing I will mm. certainly highlight again, we have a two female entrepreneurs with us in studio and the COVID proved to me that the females, the most resilient creatures on the planet. No question asked. This is not this is not a joke. And you know how hard it is to impress me because of my mm. background and my Absolutely. experience and everything else. And you know what I mean? You and I crunched through the COVID and now, you know what I mean, we have the situation when i seen that the females actually hold this wall not the males so there is no this male dominate you know i'm the alpha and i'm the gonna you know kill all the unicorns whatever it is so very grateful having guests today in the studio definitely helen and cat helen and cat how are you both yes great thanks thanks matt thanks matt and mario for having us on it's wonderful to be here um and how, i agree with you that was all the world <laughs> <laughs> no, no look i i just start from from my from my angle right and you know matt you know <laughs> matt his experience is one thing my experience we all have experiences but what i've witnessed in past two years it's all this leadership i mean what was that way that way they but end of the day the females actually moved the wall because all the males you know somehow disappeared from the scene that's what i witnessed and everybody was very brave behind the zoom and everything else while the women cooking cleaning holding families and everything else and there's somebody expecting your family our second guest cat how are you cat yes i am awesome <laughs> i'm so excited to be here i did not realize this was your first show so i feel extremely on it yes and i am starting off the year with so much excitement as i am about to have my first baby that's huge i'm so excited that's huge <laughs> we need we need that on cue <laughs> we don't have the baby songs are sorry like i forgot to tell the mate prepared that so you know i saw your post on facebook and you know cat congratulations and you know there's going to be extreme joy Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Matt is going to be father obviously this year maybe next year I'm not sure <laughs> what he's what's waiting for but Helen can witness this you know the the, the kids can be big pain but <laughs> it's the biggest reward in in a life you know mm-hmm. no question ask about this one but let's go start the first episode with a uh, Helen Grant Helen welcome again thank, thank you for you, accepting Mario. I'm thank the yo I know I stalk you on a, on a, on a Instagram for sometimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, Mario. No, that's yeah, was, uh, no, that just judge you. That's you don't, you don't know him behind the scenes. That's just no, a start. It's a topic, it's an area, it's a vocation that um, a lot of people struggle with. Um, people have very, very differing opinions on what tarot is and as a practitioner of uh, 25 plus years, I'd love to to share what I do, what I know and what I feel and what the um pitfalls are all of that. Yes. So, so yeah. please Helen share with us. Yep. Who is Helen Grant and why Tarot? Who is Helen Grant? Oh my goodness me. How long have we got? Did you say? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess Well, thank you very much. I was Helen Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I guess how I identify myself really I suppose first and foremost as a mother and grandmother um because that to me is um focus and congratulations cat i have 
three, about to be five grandchildren I'll have this year. So, um, but I, I've, I don't know if you want me to talk about how I came into tarot or but who, who am I? Look, why, I was why, did you, why, did you, why did you become the tarot reader? But before to everything well, else, we'd like to share with all listeners that your son was our guest here. Yes, yes. My and beautiful Matt. Yeah, your beautiful Matt. It's our beautiful Matt. Mm-hmm. We're just all taking photos <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> and uh, one thing I would like to say you should be proud of your son regardless you know with the society we live whatever we are the stigmatas have I always come back and Matt he knows this it's difficult to anybody admit anything in their life but your son has a bottom parts of the body you know what I mean and said how things are and so why again he mentioned you very much so Helen why would you start to tell it um, look, I guess I was born into a Christian family and um, we left the church for various reasons. But I've just always had a very questioning mind. Um, as a little kid, I was known as the communicator. Like my parents would say, you know, you could talk to anyone and underwater, and I probably did. Um, I always had this... Um, this mixture of beliefs where there was something more, something bigger. I was always intrigued to know more. And the first books I ever read myself were on the occult and I just became fascinated with anything that was um, associated with that, with spirituality. The first book I ever bought was called Fortune Telling. Um, And so, of course, what happened then is everything that happened is because I was a Gemini. So I started to... Uh, look at things from a fairly narrow perspective, I suppose. Um, With tarot, because I I had a corporate career, I had a very successful corporate career, but there was just this kind of part of me that was always seeking something more and I didn't know whether it was religion or what sort of religion and I've dabbled in lots of different religions. But with with tarot, I was drawn to it, I guess, initially um, as for myself because I had some troubles as a younger person. I was a bit of, a bit wild. You wouldn't believe that, seeing me sitting here now, right? But <laughs> Can we not go that, that far away? But <laughs> we'll, gloss over, we'll gloss over that. Um, yes. <laughs> and I just, there was always this seeking, like I just always felt that I was seeking. So I um, went to Tarot Readers myself and I found that I drew a lot of comfort in the words that, um, in, well, in, in the hope that they gave me. And probably like my, my son, my older son, um, was on, on your program talking about mental health. And I think as a family, my kids and I've all had our struggles. And the thing with tarot though, before I sort of go too much further, is that it's a difficult thing to practice in many ways because there are people that just practice it academically academically it's spiritual so they know academically what it all means Mm. so they don't it's you need to have a connection and something that guides you and that's how i work so i think there are a lot of people that say have learned what each card means for example and they'll approach it more like less from intuition and spirituality and more from an academic level if that makes sense to you that goes against everything it sort of stands for yeah almost like you're approaching it approaching a spiritual practice which i don't know spiritual to me means intuitive it means something that Mm -hmm. is not planned in a way it's it it all comes through 
the grace of the divine. Yes. Um, look, interesting point, because when I say academically, obviously people are drawn to tarot for some um, extra spiritual guidance, but they approach it academically is what I'm saying. So oh, okay, it will be okay. study the cards, study what they mean, and it's, so the study of it. But until you can, I have this thing about four eyes, unless you can, I um, only have two, but unless you can approach this with integrity, inspiration, intuition, and the right intent, that's my big thing. Um, and I think a lot of people maybe block off their intuition or their spiritual messages that they um, are receiving and to give to clients. A lot of people can block that up by, by just studying it and not actually connecting spiritually, if I hope that makes sense to you. So, I mean, as a practitioner, yes, I had to study the meaning of the cards, but it's the stuff that came next which has fascinated me and pushed me along to keep working with it so it's over 25 years now wow um and i've gone backwards and forwards with it because i needed to raise a family as a single parent um so you know backwards and forwards into the corporate world into corporate training teaching etc but it's always drawn me back in and i've found that um as tara has given me hope you know, the readers that I've learnt to trust and I have one of my favourite is a coffee reader. She's incredible. Um, but the people that I've come to trust um, and I've I've actually learnt that it's helped me and so that's the position I come from. Like, I'm, I'm about providing clarity and guidance to people from a position of love. So that's kind of, yeah. Yeah, lovely. One thing you mentioned earlier was you felt this call for something greater, mm -hmm. something greater. And do you think everyone in their life achieves that point of there's something more, there's something else oh, to this? That's a good question, Matt. Yeah, it's a very good question. question. Yeah. Um, I think some people bury it with addiction um, or they or you know whatever that might be i think i think mostly when you do get in in touch with your intuition like for example if you pray or meditate or whatever sort of um spiritual tack you take if if you, if you know what i'm saying um i think that people once they start to explore that they'll find that the thirst will happen but a lot of people um will use addictions, you know, alcohol, drugs, food, whatever, um, and they'll make that be... <laughs> Mario's giving some really interesting body yeah, language uh, here, if you could Nutella. see Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm without things that I love, but I think a lot of people will use some form of addiction to stop the searching and stop the quest. Why would we want to stop the search, though? I think it's scary for a lot of people. I mean, even with what I do with the clients that I have, it can be very scary. It's funny because it's like our truth is what we're supposed being drawn to by mm -hmm. these questions and these things coming to our mind, yet we want to steer away from it because now we're looking beyond what we can see. And everyone's like, and there, there is this premise, seeing is believing, you know, that, that, mm -hmm. that's a fact. But now, now, now this taps into faith. This is something far beyond what we can tangibly hold, exactly. see, feel. Can I, can I share something with you, one story, right? You know, just just come back to the, my life now, you know what I mean? Addictions <laughs> or everything else. <laughs> back <laughs> to Mario. <laughs> but 
you know, we all ignore spirituality or beliefs into something, maybe higher beings, God, whatever you want to call, till the moment we need help. And I do remember, I, I was ignoring many things in my life because I was the smartest guy on the planet. I knew everything. <laughs> but I tell you something, you know, the place where I was born in ex-Yugoslavia, you know, we have the people, gypsies walking around the around the street cities, you know, bringing like five babies, knocking on your door and asking for the, you know, the, for the food, for the clothing and everything else. And they were not so welcome. And, you know, anyway, long story short, one day in 1990, you know what I mean? I was at home and the lady, she knocks on the door, doom, doom, doom. I was like, oh, who the, you know what I mean? And I open the door, she's a gypsy lady, like a six kids, you know, ah, oh, please help me, this and that. And I give her a glass of water. Now, the tradition is like in, in where I was born, you know, it's always exchange of the goods, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, <laughs> nothing comes for free. Um, anyway, she said, like, I want to read your palm. I was like, come on, you can't read my palm, you know what I mean? Like, what, what does that mean? I mean, she give me give me your palm. And, and she says, oh, I see the big heart. It's like, oh my God, I'm finally going to have the girlfriend. I'm 17 and a half, you know, I'm going to be lucky. Anyway, oh, I see, I see the broken heart. It's like, that doesn't sound good, you know what I mean? First big heart, broken heart. Oh, I see the army boots, I see the fire. Oh my God, I see the blood. And then she run away. Anyway, guess what? Six months later, I was in the wall, broken hearted, you know what I mean? Bleeding because I was wounded, you know what I mean? So like, there is something that mm. higher than we, yeah. that's called intuition. Let's go walk up. You're listening to Line 90.5 Business Insights with Matt and Mario and our guests, Kat and Helen. Join us after the break. I'm so keen to hear from Kat after this. <laughs> Stick around, guys. And the baby. <laughs> yes. Alive 90.5. Yeah. 
90.5. McGrath Estate Agents understand that selling your home is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. With award-winning teams in the hills, their service goes above and beyond any other to create great results and lifelong relationships to deliver the best possible result. Brett Humby of McGrath Estate Agents will unlock value in your home you never knew existed. To realise more and experience the McGrath Advantage with Brett Humby, head to mcgrath.com.au or search Brett Humby today. Station sponsor. We all know that paying for a funeral can be a financial burden. However, have you ever thought of paying off a prepaid funeral? With none of the ongoing premiums that is associated with funeral insurance, $1,000 can get you started. Hills Family Funerals, a family-owned and operated business of 35 years, can make it easier for you. Call 02-9659-0900, ask for Richard Spiteri, or speak to one of the friendly staff members to learn how. Get assistance today. Call Hills Family Funerals, station sponsor. Thanks for listening to the best in community radio, Alive 90.5. We are Invictus Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station sponsor. It is possible to stop using drugs. We can help. Call Narcotics Anonymous. 1300 652 820 or look us up on the web na.org.au 27 minutes past two here on a live 90.5 this is business insights with mario and matt and our second guest is sitting in the studio and she's very blessed. She has a baby on the way. <laughs> yes. Kat is a mindset, career, and leadership coach. She's a master of what she does. She has a master's in NLP as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kat, how are you today? Yeah, I am so awesome. As I said, super excited to be here with you. So I'm feeling I'm feeling blessed right now. It's it's wonderful to have you in studio. You have a very very how do I say it energetic. Like, <laughs> the vibes, I say it, yes. vibe, that's, that's the word, yeah. Everyone says to me, Kat, where do you get your energy from? That's the biggest feedback that I get. I think that it's quite infectious, but I, I don't know where I get it from. It's just me. <laughs> you know, when I meet people like you that have this world of energy just, just beneath you, every time I notice someone like you, you come into a room, it lights up Aww. it's like a spark that just enters the room it's yeah i'm vibing vibing it must be the baby as well maybe the baby's vibing as well <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> having a party inside <laughs> yes yes amazing so cash every doll listeners who is the cat 
Yes. Who yes. is Kat? Oh. So first of all, I do like to talk. So if I'm talking too much, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, as I said, I'm a coach and I have had a very colourful life. I do describe myself as a colourful, vibrant person. And a lot of people say to me, you're so positive all the time. How are you so positive? And often that can get taken from I've never experienced anything hard throughout my life. I've kind of had an easy life and it's always been roses and butterflies and rainbows, but it certainly hasn't. I've had some really challenging times in my life. But the way I look at it is I take every single life experience as an opportunity to grow. And I truly believe everything happens for a reason and I learn from every single life experience. And that's what brings my energy for life. It brings my passion for life because I'm excited about the good times and I'm also ready for the challenges as well. It's interesting you say how people perceive you as not facing much adversity or anything at all, considering Mm. your energy and how, you know, how happy and alive you are. The thing about it is most people that are in that space where they are truly happy, Mm. they're the ones who have faced adversity because now they know that they have things to appreciate and there's always an an excuse to feel good and always an excuse for positivity. Yes, absolutely. And that is the way that I look at it. So I practice gratitude every single day and I have no regrets. I really live my life with no regrets. And that is something that I haven't always lived with. It's a huge learning that I have developed through NLP and all of the studies that I've done because I used to be a person who beat themselves up really really badly so uh you know you go to the party and get drunk and do something embarrassing and then i would cringe for like weeks afterwards and like catastrophize it in my mind and really beat myself up and my inner critic that voice inside of my head was so horrible like i was so hard on myself and once i overcome that inner critic and I learned to accept who I am and embrace every experience, that's when my life changed. And because of that, that's what gave me the passion to become a coach and help change other people's lives because I had a coach at the time who did a lot of work with me and it was all about my inner critic. It was all, all of my issues were the way that I spoke to myself. Wow, the way you spoke to yourself. Mm. Did So where are these voices come from those inner crit that inner critic yeah. i mean we like, we often hear you know we are our own like harshest critic we are hard on yep. ourselves because it's i mean we just are yes where's that come from yeah it definitely comes from past experiences and the most critical part of our life is when we're growing up from zero to seven we um we experience all of those emotions and everything that happens to us in that critical part of our life forms our emotional response to things So it is so, so critical. And I'm not saying I had the worst upbringing, but there was definitely some trauma that went on there, which uh, had a huge amount of fear in that little voice. I was scared. She was a scared little girl that constantly wanted to protect herself. Mm, That that word there, trauma, I think is is very interesting because Mm. it's like... So often we hear people just comparing like mm. themselves to other people and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But trauma is all relative. Yeah, totally. Tra- trauma is, is, is all relative to your experience 
how you perceive things and if it's overwhelming for you it's overwhelming for you yes. there's no right there's no wrong oh absolutely and so let me give just give you a quick example of this so everyone's perception is true for them so say yes. for example there was this there i can remember this story we were at a family get together and all the kids were there it was me and my younger sister and I was having a great time. I'd made all these new friends and we we're having a good time. And there was a bit of an argument that broke out in my family. And to me, that day was like such an amazing day. I made all these new friends. Yeah, there was a little bit of an argument. But to me, it was a good day. But for my sister and the way she perceived it, she didn't play with any of the kids. She was left out. And her experience of the argument that happened within my family was extremely traumatic. And for her, from then on, she didn't want to go to family things. It, she had trauma attached to that experience. But for me, I was like, hey, this is great. But it's true for her and it was true for me. Mm, that's interesting. Hey, mm. it's like we can put two, two different people in the same situation and they'll come out feeling two different ways exactly. having two different stories attached to, this, to the same event. Exactly. And, and that's exactly. the reason why, we love, why I love working this show with you. It is not just about people we bring, you know, and their qualities, but there's a difference between the humans. As a cat says, everybody perceptions of their own truth. Is that what you say? Yes. Yeah. It is true. Like everybody perceiving that they, through their eyes, that their events, on their, and they're translating events the way they want. But what shocks me again, you know, I mean, that positivity in people, because there's a difference, what I say in the beginning of the show, why we started this year with the two powerful ladies who doesn't, they don't hide their mistakes in their life, you know, cut, you know, not literally, but being naked in his, you know, because you have the people listening mm. and saying you, you have the mistakes, <laughs> you know what I mean? You had, a, you know, your life was not rosy, but yet don't, don't bring in this, you know, as always quite often hearing this in people where their negative story, my life was bad, my life was terrible, like, you know, come to my life, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's a horror story, but you know we all have the perception of the life a different way. Mm -hmm. But what I like at this show is, and why I have the two of you today as a guest, it's because you're bringing the best into people, mm -hmm. you and everybody each way. Okay, yeah. Matt, you as well. So like, you know, <laughs> so, so for that's why I'm very grateful, Helen. I'm very grateful, Kat, for being with Matthew Caruana and myself today in the studio. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, not hiding behind the bush and you know saying, you know, my life was not the best. But mm. I learned the lessons and I'm happy to share this with other people to bring the best. Yeah. That's yeah. the big word, Mario, grateful. It's exactly what Kat's saying. You know, mm. when you say I'm, I'm grateful to be here and mm. I think that, um, you know, a lot of people may be looking for quick fixes. People are coming from different backgrounds, as you say, different yeah. perspectives, position in the family, how they mm. experience things in the family. But if we start from a position of, I mean, two things, being kind wherever you can yes. and being grateful for what you have, it builds on itself self so just gratitude and you saying that i'm grateful for this experience and you build on that gratitude mm. and it can make may I ask a question like yeah. you know it's uh, for three of you right yeah. anyway in 2000 and something right anyway 2009 gfc marriage goes in the drain you know what i mean the, my boy he's become then diagnosed with a with a two diseases anyway the long story short i was being told to watch the movie low attraction or something like this, right? Anyway, I start watching. I know you, you see you're laughing. Anyway, as my marriage was sinking down, that my kids become more sick and everything else, you know, I start watching this movie and I'm like, come on, you know what I mean? Like, what does it mean? Like, I need to say, thank you, God, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. what does what it mean? It's like, you know, I need to be grateful for everything. I blame everybody. Mm -hmm. 
until you know I didn't start dig deeper and deeper and deeper become very dark and one day I met a mate and he's helped me you know but the thing is why it's so hard for us to be grateful for the things we have and always want something more or why we don't practicing gratitude anymore Matt that's such an interesting question why aren't we practicing gratitude anymore because when fear is so prevalent, mm. it takes away from that perspective completely. Now we go into survival mode. Yes. And we're all primed in a way. Like It's like our natural instincts to yep. just look for fear. Not look for fear, look for what's wrong, look for threats. Yes. Our ego wants to protect ourselves. Yeah. Mm. And if, if, we fear, if we sense there's danger around us, we're going to just switch off gratitude, go to fear, go to survival mode and do what we can to survive, mm -hmm. which is... Absolutely. We are literally hardwired to go to survival uh, mode. It comes from, like, think back to when we were cavemen, right? So we didn't have choice. It was constantly on defend, defend, defend. Yeah, it's the called... Fire our, and flight. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the reptile brain, if you've ever mm -hmm. heard of that expression. But we are not hardwired to be what I call cheerleaders, right? We need to actually build that muscle, build that gratitude muscle, build that cheerleader muscle that I call it because we are hardwired to see the negative. It's just like when you say... Uh, when when you were at school and you did a test and back when the teachers used red and green pen, you're hardwired mm. to go straight to mm -hmm. the red. You've Even if you got 90% right, you're going straight to the red. What did I get wrong? Even though 90% of it was right. Oh, God, that, that rings yeah. so true to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Helen, Helen I, 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 a question for you, Helen. Yes. You know, gratitude, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can you share with us what is the gratitude and why? People don't practice in this. Well, I mean, I'm looking at your scenario. You're saying that I'm at the depths of despair. And I can tell you I've been there. Um, I wasn't always this, like, super happy, perky <laughs> person that you're seeing sitting here. I mean, I have been in some very, very, very dark places where it's hard. And, I mean, when we talk, like, in, in Buddhism, we talk about, like, depression is holding you back in the past and fear is that fear of um, the future. And sometimes sitting with the present or sitting with the now, if you've got a scenario that like Mario is presenting to us where he's going, what have I got to be grateful for? It can be very difficult to find the gift in a lesson when you're in it. Mm -hmm. Like there are times, I won't swear, I'd like to, but there are times when you want to go... And there you go, there was a, another non-verbal that <laughs> nobody will hear. Um, but... You know, if you can stop and go, well, okay, what is it I do have? What is it I can work from? Because I'm down in this pit right now, mm. but what is it that I can use from this pit that might help me, um, you know, edge my way out of it? I mean, with tarot, a lot of people want the answer. What's his name? Where does he live? How much money is, you know, when's it going to be mine? Yeah. And mm. so patience sits very, very, very well with gratitude. And um, often I think if we don't know how to practice patience, to look for the gift in um, what these lessons are giving us, mm -hmm. but that's, it can sound very trite because sometimes when you are in that pit, how hard is it? Oh, of yeah. course. Both, mm. uh, when I look at both yourself, Helen and Kat, what I see both of you do is with tarot, with coaching, mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're bringing the person not not so much out of fear. I mean, you are, but you're taking them a step out of the story 
into the awareness. And that, I believe, is the power we all have and need to be tapping more into is the fact that we are the awareness. Can I bitch something? Just a little bit, right? <clears throat> anyway, like everybody will come here try to sell something. Majority of the guests. I don't blame them. You know, I mean, there's opportunity to be on radio. We have almost now one million listeners on this radio station. You know, people try to you know flog things and it's beautiful when they say it, but in reality, it's something different. But I'd like to ask you a question. What is a tarot? What is tarot? Yeah. Um, tarot is a mechanism. Look, I, I use cards to... You know, I use tarot cards. I have, you know, four or five different decks. Um, it's a way of giving people some guidance. Okay. Hope, clarity. Okay. So, for example, if you connect, this is my belief system. So, other people, I respect people's different belief systems. But if you connect spiritually, so I believe we all have guides, that we all have guardian angels... If you connect spiritually, then the messages will come. And I just try and help people navigate their way. So I look yes. at what's blocking people mm -hmm. from moving on. And fortunately, one of the things I get regularly is um, where the blocks are. So it's kind of like a counseling tool. However, I use that, that term very, very carefully because there are people that I will see who I just say, look, I want to know who you're seeing professionally. I mean, it's the same as my son, Matt, when he works with mental health. Do you have, who's in your team? So, because a lot of people will come to Tarot um, for fun. I want to know if I'm going to get married. I want to know if I'm going to be, you know, a squillionaire. I want to know. And then if they, if the cards don't say that, there's like, you know, <laughs> I can't make them not. So what is tarot? It's, it's, a, it's a means to have a conversation with yes. someone about what's holding them back um, and to help provide like a pathway, a story. Tarot tells a story and the cards, the way I lay them out, tell a story. But they're more than just a pack of cards. There's, there's intuition, there's meaning. And the people I work with um, help me uh, uncover the meaning and the gaps and the blocks. And so, look, to answer the question simply, what is tarot? Clearly, I can't do that because I'm... But it, it's, a, it's quite a complex process of spirituality, belief, um, intuition, clarity and guidance. You're the first and one, you know... You're sorry, Matthew, you're, you're, you know, before the COVID, <clears throat> in Dali Hava would be on a, um, you know, body healing soul mm. mind body spirit festival that's that one yeah mm. where the food is bad so anyway the thing <laughs> is, like, <laughs> is it all kale yeah like you know just <laughs> it's like all, too much healthy right <laughs> and uh, you know like you know i was working with my son you know, he, you know he's into these crystals and he's all yeah you know what i mean <clears throat> anyways long story short yes so yeah true anyway so i said let's go do the tarot you know i mean tarot and he says to me no dad let's go do some uh, aura reading, right? Anyway, I sit, I sat there, right? It was all black and green or something, right? Lady, she says, like, I think my machine doesn't work, doesn't reading well. I said, what does it mean? She says to me, ah, uh, you need to come closer to our office so we can do the other things with you. Now, why I'm saying this, Helen, she just explained perfectly what a tarot is. And that's a in, in depth for me as an amateur, a total amateur about these cards, right? It tells a story. And people want the answers, wants the guidance. 
But instead of this, you know, you don't try to sell, right? Like other one, our machine doesn't work, which already paid the food. It's, food was very bad. So I come more in, in the, into depth in our office. <laughs> I'm very grateful what you share with us. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Line 90.5 Business Insights with Matt and Mario, guest Helen Grant and Kat Jeffrey with us in studio. Stay with us after the break. More questions. Hexagon Home Loans is your trusted mortgage broker. We focus on providing you with personal service and expert advice to help you find the home loan which best suits your requirements. Ranging from first home loans, refinancing, investment home loans, self-employed home loans, debt consolidation and SMSF loans. With a large network of lending institutions at our fingertips, we can assist you in making a well-informed decision that will save you time and money. Call us on 1300 562 649. Australian Credit Licence 504481. Station Sponsor. We are Invictus Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. What's on at Workers? Enjoy free live music every Saturday night at Workers Blacktown. Every Saturday night and Sunday afternoon at Workers Sports. And every Sunday afternoon at Workers Hubertus. Plus, enjoy a full range of dining facilities. Visit the website at www.workersclub.com.au for the full music schedule, plus plenty of other activities including raffles, bingo, promotions and fun events. Workers is your club. Station sponsor. This is your sound. Your community. Alive 90.5. Oh my God, oh my God, these feelings just begun I'm saying things I've never said, doing things I've never done Oh my God, oh my God, when I see you I should it right But I'm frozen in motion and my head tells me to stop Tells me to stop feeling, feeling, I feel about us but it's never enough My heart is hurting It's more than a crush Cause I'm frozen in motion And my head tells me to stop But my heart goes Tells me to stop feeling, feelings I feel about us Try to fight it, but it's never enough My heart is hurting, it's more than a crush Cause I'm frozen in motion And my head tells me to stop But my heart goes I'm 
Alive 90.5. Term 4 courses are open for enrolments at the Parramatta College and you have the option to learn either face-to-face in the classroom or online via Zoom. Courses include business and work skills, computer skills, leisure and lifestyle, languages. Fee-free training is also available, which is subsidised by the New South Wales Government and eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enrol today. Call 9687 2072 or visit parramattacollege.com. Station sponsor. SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borrell, Preference and Quickstep. Call 98946660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters, ingrained quality. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Jacob. We're two of the 50 million scouts around the world. We hike, camp, sail, canoe and climb. It's awesome. Outdoors is our playground and where we learn. From the age of five, we learn to care for ourselves and for others. And together, we develop new skills while we have fun. Scouts is less screen time and more reality. It's about making friends for life. Scouts prepares you for life's adventures. Check out your local scout group at joinscouts.com.au. Ten to three on a live ninety point five business insights with Mario Matt, and we're live in studio with Helen, and we're live with Cat as well. What a conversation, Ben! We have no, absolutely. <laughs> it's, look at the first hour just gone. Eh? Just, it's just, just gone. it just flew, and the thing is, it's flowed so well. It's yeah. been so intuitive this entire time. Just like we we're mentioning in the break, it's just amazing. How and by the way, thank you for the compliment that my English improved over the Christmas. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, <as well>. yeah. <laughs> Did I say something funny, Helen? <laughs> 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 you, it's the look I, on your face. Uh, okay. <laughs> I actually, I uh, give okay, the, we'll take a short break now. You're listening <laughs> no, no, it's just like this. So, this situation we've been in for the last two years, it's been so. For me, it's been interesting observing what's happened and the and everyone's response to it all because it's been a huge. It really has. Whether your opinion on it is whatever, it doesn't matter. You can't deny the fact that this has had a massive impact on society. Now, our limiting beliefs. Mm, yes, now, I'm so passionate about this. <laughs> where so, not only where do they come from, but because we were spoken like childhood trauma and stuff comes from like from zero to seven. It's a very, you know, big part of that programming in our subconscious and all that stuff. Though, when traumatic stuff happens to us as adults, mm. can they rewrite our childhood beliefs? Yes, totally. So limiting beliefs are the stories we tell ourselves and then we believe them. 
So that's the biggest mm. thing about limiting beliefs is we believe them. The stories that we create from an experience we have and then we think it is true and gospel and there is nothing else possible. So that's where they come from. So they are the stories that we tell ourselves, but the best thing is we can rewrite those stories. We can rewrite those stories over and over again. Can you come again? What do you mean rewrite these stories? So we can, instead of truly believing that X meant Y, so say uh, the example I was talking about with my sister, we can go back and rewrite that story and look at that scenario again and look at that experience again and look at it from a different perspective and instead of it meaning trauma or meaning guilt or meaning that, as I said before, I used to go out and get drunk and cringe about it, now I say the, the story that I have rewritten is I just went out and had a good time. Curious. So let's say someone is in the like the middle age in the mid forties, and they have. Are you, limited- about, are you talking about me now? Is this just <laughs> <laughs> just say my name? You know? <laughs> so let's let's say you have someone you know having a limiting belief for forty five years. Yes. That's a long time to carry a set of beliefs. Yes. How can you change that belief in one conversation? Because mm. it's a 45-year program. Keep Ooh. that in mind, right? Yes, yes. Very, very hard. It cannot be changed in one conversation necessarily. I take my clients through a series of steps to basically first acknowledge the limiting belief. So acknowledge when it's coming up. Next thing is label it. And the way I label it is I give, I tell my clients to give it a naughty little name. Okay. So label it like it's naughty. Okay. So first of all, it's awareness from when it comes up. Secondly, it is labeling it. And thirdly, it is rewriting it in a different way. So instead of, say for example, every time I go out drinking, I get drunk and do something stupid. Every time I go out and have a drink and enjoy myself, I'm going to be grateful for that experience no matter what it was. And so I get my clients to write it out, to start writing these new beliefs out and saying them out loud until they start believing them. So you can't just um, change 40 years of beliefs overnight. It is a practice and sometimes it takes months to do it. But firstly, awareness. Secondly, secondly, label it. And thirdly, rewrite the belief. Awareness, labeling, and then rewriting the belief. That's, yes. that's Speak about, devil, about the drinking, right? Unbelievable. Look at, well, look at what a coincidence it is. <laughs> <laughs> Last night I was, I was for lunch yesterday with some of my, my, my friends. Anyway, there was a big sign uh, on top of the, you know, the ceiling it says, if she doesn't text you when she's drunk, you ain't the one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Speaking about being drunk. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have nothing to do with you, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just it's interesting. Yes. I take that picture. I mean, you say, you say a lot of times you mention people go drinking and do stupid things, mm. and that's what's happening. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, Helen, I'd love to get your take on limiting beliefs from a spiritual perspective. And... What role can spirituality play in our limiting beliefs? And because if our spirituality is our truth, mm-hmm. what impact and influence do they have on those beliefs that hold us back? Um, one of the things that I work on, one of my big platforms is um, blocks, as I said before, or obstacles. Mm. So what are the ob- obstacles of, of you moving forward? 
and they tend to come up really clearly in the readings. So um, the way I read is I look at past foundations, so what people are coming to the reading with. So the past foundation may be um, fear around money. So we say someone like Kat would take that way back and look, where's that come from in the family of origin? Um, I don't need to do that so much. I think that's why I said, you know, people need to have their team, people like Kat, people like, mm. you know, you, you need to have the right doctor, you need to have the right therapist. So from a, um, I, I love to go off on tangents, so you have to bring me back. <laughs> um, so I like to look at obstacles and I find that they come up really clearly in readings and it's one of the things I've worked with um, very solidly where I might say, okay, so you've got this fear around and fear... See, a lot of people come to a reading because they want to be fixed now. And so we talked before about patience and um, that will often come through quite clearly. So like limiting beliefs will often come from me looking at their past foundations and what's blocking them. So we'll work with that. And I'll find that when I look at what's blocking people from moving forward, that will start a big conversation. Mm. So, okay, it looks like, you know, the block is that you have this idealistic picture of... Um, this soppy romance, you know, this is what's sitting in the position of... <laughs> Sorry, Mario's laughing at me. I, I don't know why I picked on no, that no, no, one. Just like, no, just, I, I love romance, I love all this. And, but, you know, I mean, like, I, I can imagine just as you, as you talk, the people come to you with all these questions, but I have more questions after break, so please continue. Yeah, no, no, I was just thinking of the quote that you saw when yeah, you were drinking like. with your friends. So <laughs> people might have this idealistic, because it, it might be that they didn't have it. It might be that they have, um, they've really created a picture of mm. romance should look like this. It should be cute and sweet and lovely and soppy. Or it might be that they want to um, recreate what their parents had, but um, or what their family of origin had. But Often I find people that come for tarot readings, yeah. there are some issues with fam family of origin that will come out in the first reading. You should read my book, eh? <laughs> there, <was> some, <laughs> uh, there are some issues with, often with some yes. form of addiction, and I don't use that word lightly, so there'll be something that, you know, is again, and that's limiting. And so, I mean, I'll pass it over to Kat to, to talk more about the limit. Well, if I can, sorry, Matt and Mario, I'm just taking over. Um, <laughs> I love to talk it. about the limiting beliefs, but I think a lot of it, <laughs> there was an eye roll then, yes. I have to tell everybody, is this um, looking at family of origin and what has built that belief system in the individual that's coming to, um, to work with me on that particular day. And so to decode that. So, look, again, this is the third time I've said it. I will say to people, please make sure that you have a really, really good therapist as well. Do not come it's here. It's interesting. You know, so yeah. interrupt you. Interesting, you know, when we talk about tarot cards or reading, right, everybody's expecting now it's going to, you know, the deck is there, just, you know, shuffle, you know, I mean, cut it, whatever it is, you know, I mean, draw the cards. But, you know, what I'm admiring by you, you're giving the entire picture of, around this. It's not just to pull the cards, you know, what did you say, sweet romance and, you know I mean, <laughs> can I win the lotto, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like... What are my cards? What are my numbers? Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, time for Matt's voice. <laughs> this has been a business insights. The first hour's wrapped up and it went like... Hey, it's gone it just like flew. Yeah. It flew. So, yeah. guys, stick around for and the And a message for Matt Grant. Your mom, she talks very well. So, please don't send those texts <laughs> to us, you know what I mean? And she does well. Hey, okay. Maddie. Yeah. Yeah, Maddie. <laughs> this has been so fun. Yeah.
Yeah, we 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 have loved this conversation so far, and we look forward to continuing it in the next hour. Stick around, guys. We'll be back shortly. Yeah. Alive ninety point five. Today's bulletin brought to you by Your Sound, your community. Alive ninety point five. National Radio News. Good afternoon.